my black experience is like integral to the kind of performer and artist that I am, as well as just like being surrounded by other black artists and being aware of who the pioneers are, who my OGs are, who are my mentors and who are the people that I'm going to like continue to uplift. the empowerment zone the zone where there's a new drama in the black room group me every time you open it yeah bro i was just about to say it's giving shade room i'm like god damn we're supposed to be united (laughs) right we're supposed to be united and empowered but regardless of everything that's going on in there here the empowerment zone we're working to do just that for those of you who don't know the empowerment zone is created by asp the academic support program for black students by black students as a space basically just to amplify different black student voices yeah And today we'll be focusing on artistic expression. You know what I'm saying? Um, We have many Black Bruins on this podcast who are part of different organizations and they're just creatives in their own right. So we wanted to see how their experiences on campus being a Black Bruin, expressing their art and trying to share it with the rest of the world, for real, if you check them out. Right. And while we're here, I just want to give you guys a big thank you. Anyone who's listening that attended our last By Our Own Kind event, um, appreciate By Our Own Kind, which is held last week. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get that episode before that that event happened, but we just want to say a big, big thank you to all the beautiful creatives that were able to perform. Now, while you listen up here, I want you guys to also remember that we have a bunch more Black Bruin events are coming up, specifically culture shows for um, a host of different clubs. And that's the perfect place to see Black Bruin creatives do what they need to do. For sure. I will be there, you know, if I can. You see me in the crowd. It's because I love supporting our Black creatives on campus, you know what I'm saying? But without further ado, we'll get into the episode. Bad bitch when I'm up in the function. Tiny thing on a chain, it's custom. Walk through when I'm looking like a hottie little baby woman, eyes with the body is busting. This dress look good cause I'm in it. Big body range rover, not running. I'm in my bag, I'm in my trophy. Trip down in Prada, shoes is just seppy. Big thumb, big money, big pressure. I start on host, no effort. Yeah, man, in my DM, you should leave him. When I ask about his girl, he don't remember. What well, bitch, you know this flight, though. Yeah, bitch, I'm bad, no Michael. Fuck with my ops, ain't shit friendly. Bitches is broke, no, you can't check me. Rich bitch shit, tell a hoe to get her money up. Brand new whip in the race, you the runner up. Coding Cray with the drink in his double cup. Out my way, ego bigger than a Hummer truck. Diamonds on me dance, they gon' dance on TikTok. Spent a couple bands, couple bands on my watch. Bitches want beef, what is they thinking? Stay on my phone, boy, we is not linking. Put my page on public and I know that they watching. Yeah. I swear up, post on my location cause I know that they plotting Yeah, you got the drop of what? Bubble gum baby, we can get it poppin' Uh, we gon' box or what? Bitches is pussy, bitches be bluffin' Talk all that talk, ain't doin' nothing. Bad bitch when I'm up in the function Johnny dang on the chain, Welcome everyone to our podcast You know what I'm saying? We have several people who are interested in various like creative avenues here on campus And we just wanted them to introduce themselves To so just tell us your major and what your involvements here are on campus. So my name is Mola Hapta. I'm a third year uh, AFAM major film minor. So I'm uh, one of the co-directors for our Hip Hop Congress. I'm also uh, the chapter president at UCLA for uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, uh, Tony Incorporated. Um, yes, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I can go next. Hey y'all, my name is Heaven. Um, I'm a fourth year psychology major and African-American studies minor. Um, Some of my involvements on campus include being um, co-workers with Jasmine and Shavana as ASP's assistant project director. Um, I also serve as the current um, bass list for Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, the new Lambda chapter at UCLA. Um, And I also serve as the co-director of a dance club at UCLA called Vibe Check. Okay, awesome. 
Hi everyone, my name is Arielle Lands. I am a third year dance and sociology double major. Uh, I am an IPR chairperson for the African Women's Collective on campus. And I'm also one of the RAs for the African Diaspora LLC. So I'm a big part of Rest Life here as well. Right, right, right. And on top of all of that, you guys have your individual creative outlets. I feel like um, we didn't ask that in the very beginning, but um, as a check-in question, um, if you guys can give us uh, the exact like creative outlet that you use to express yourself and one Black artist that you look up to. So uh, I'm a screenwriter um, uh, and I'm also a poet and uh, and summer. Sorry, my puppy in the back going crazy. But um, uh, an artist that I look up to would for sure be Jordan Peele, um, especially especially with his more like recent work. I know like that aligns with the type of um, pieces I want to be making. So um, yeah. Um, for me, uh, like I previously said, I'm the co-director of a dance club, so my preferred creative outlet is through dance. Um, and an artist that I look up to, ooh, there's a lot. Um, I would say just, this is kind of corny and cliche, but Beyonce, just because she's just multifaceted as a person and has her hand dabbled in a lot of different creative ventures, whether it be through dance, acting, music, and even um, creative direction with Ivy Park. So I really um, look up to her as an artist and how much she has her hands in everything, especially Rihanna too. That's someone else that I look up to in terms of like how, you know, like I said, multifaceted they are, how they have their hands in everything. So yeah. And for me, uh, my primary art form is dance. I'm a street dancer, primarily in house and hip hop. And I also do spoken word through writing and performance. And I would say that a black artist that I look up to, his name is, well, we call him Buddha Stretch. He is like a pioneer in the street dance community. He also DJs, he hosts events, and he's just one of those ones that is like, we're kind of lucky to still have him around and to, receive knowledge from him because he was around during the time that hip-hop was really taking place so I definitely would say he's the one I look up to. Now that y'all have gone into your art forms a little bit tell us how you got into it like what was your first perception of it or what sparked your interest? <laughs> All right so me personally uh, I'm big on storytelling. Um, uh, my family's from Eritrea and so like my grandma and my grandpa uh, were born and raised, same with my parents uh, from over there, but my grandparents specifically don't speak English at all. And so I know like um, our biggest, especially me and my grandma, um, like she would always like tell me stories, folk tales or like things that were passed down to her, you know? Um, and so um, also I know that's something that I really like was grateful for because um, it was it was stories and lessons that I learned that like a lot of people didn't uh, learn or get because of how authentic it is and um and yeah so I know that sparked it um and what got me to like really dive into it is I went back to Eritrea my like sophomore year of high school and like we didn't have like power uh like that like the power would just turn on like some random day and it'd be off for like four or five days. But when it was on, it would be on a, a channel that like would interview like uh, screenwriters or actors and stuff. And they would talk about like uh, their journey and their um, like the value, like the importance of storytelling. And like, it like really aligned with me. And so that got me to really like explore the field because once again, uh, I'm a first gen. So like my parents are very like, be a doctor, do this, do that, you know? So I didn't really think like, diving into the arts was a choice until I really saw other people um, talk about their experience. So, yeah. Um, I can go next. Um, I What sparked my creative interest? Well, I think, I don't really know what made my parents do this for me as a kid, but they made me be a part of the dance ministry at church. <laughs> And so that was kind of like my first introduction to dance, not in like a technical aspect or anything like that, but just, you know, 
that's something that, you know, your parents, they're like, uh, get up there and you're going to get involved in the church. So at three years old, I'm like, okay, sure. Um, and so like, I got involved in that and I honestly loved it. And I think from there, they kind of like saw some type of like spark and passion within me. And like, from then on out, like they put me in ballet and tap at four and five years old. So that's what I kind of like was first introduced to. And I started off with ballet and tap um, and fell in love with dance ever since. I've been involved within in multiple different capacities, whether it be um, still dancing at church or being involved in like my high school musical theater program. Also um, being a dance, being on a dance team here at UCLA. Also in middle school, I took other like uh, training classes like through hip hop and ballet also. So, and also having experience in high school at my public school that I went to because I went to private and public and having experience there with like various styles and forms from modern to um, Latin, like bachata, merengue, stuff like that. Um, and so I've just had like a multi-varied experience when it comes to dance. Um, and it's something that I really appreciate about the genre is, or about the creative form is that is just so many different ways to express yourself throughout your body. Um, and it really doesn't have to look like one thing and it's not uniform. Um, literally any type of movement can be considered dance. Um, and that's something that I really appreciate about the art form. Like there's no right way to do it. Um, and yeah, I feel like that's that's really what's kept me, you know, involved in participating. And also like, like I said before, my childhood, um, my parents putting me in certain stuff and like forced me to do certain things kind of like led me to that journey throughout my whole entire life. So yeah. I kind of have a similar journey as heaven when it comes to dance but for me it just kind of starts with being one of those dancing babies like when music came on I was in the car seat I was able to like squat and just bounce because I felt something from it and then growing up I always went to performing arts schools so whether that was like going to school and then I had a dance school to go to afterwards or like middle school and high school my schools were like really kind of surrounded by the arts or shaped for people who were interested in the arts. And so I grew up being trained in a multitude of styles. I also went to Debbie Allen Dance Academy where I would learn different forms. And it was a good time, but none of those styles such as tap, ballet, modern, jazz, um, really spoke to me as much as hip hop and house and street dance spoke to me when I entered high school. Um, that was around the time that I connected with my dance company now, which is Versus Style Los Angeles. And I've been dancing with them since 2018 and kind of being with them and engaging with art forms that come from Black culture that are rooted in the diaspora gave me a lot of empowerment. And I felt a deeper connection, both spiritually and just physically and emotionally to the art that I was doing by dancing through street dance versus like ballet and other forms that are more Eurocentric. Um, so I guess that's what kind of sparked it for me, knowing that not only did my people and my ancestors create this movement, but it kind of makes me feel like I have a tie to a community that I'm not as familiar with or to people that I'm not, oh, like the, to people that I don't know in terms of being kind of cut off from certain aspects of my lineage. Uh, when I'm able to dance, I'm able to connect to those spiritual beings in a different way. And that's what keeps me going and knowing that I can continue to storytell and become more of myself through my movement. And in regards to spoken word, I think that poetry and spoken word was kind of just an outlet for me as someone who grew up with mental health issues and like who is still dealing with mental health issues on a daily basis. Writing was a very healthy outlet for me and it also allowed me to put some emotions into words that I didn't want to share to the public. It was like a way to keep them private to me, but to kind of contextualize them and navigate them. And then performing them is just another way to use my voice and share my story to other people. Shout out to the Praise Dance to Creative Outlet, you know, pipeline. I feel like a lot of Black girls, you're involved in the church, your parents are involved in the church. You praise dance for a minute. <laughs> it just sparks a whole bunch of 
different like creative outlets that you might get into so you know shout out to the black church you can be problematic sometimes but praise dance will keep you going <laughs> no for real i feel like that is so true for a lot of black people like a lot of our creative interests start in the church and then we learn and like navigate that space and like figure out what how do we want to make it something that is for ourselves obviously like not deviate from like the gifts god has given us but like you know, just tap into it and hone our skills in a way that like, just suits who we are as people. Um, and so I'm grateful for that experience. Cause I feel like if I didn't start in the church, I, I don't know where I would be um, type thing too. Also side note, Ariel, I also went to Debbie Allen Middle School. That's where I was taking um, ballet and hip hop classes at too. So per. Shout out to Debbie Allen. Like when you, when you said that, I said, oh. That's my mama's girl. Like she's doing real work in the community, and I had to reach out to their company for our research project. Surprisingly, so shout out to Debbie Allen. You know, <laughs> wow, LA is so small. That's insane. Um, it's also funny because Ariel and I went to the same middle school, so I feel that I'm go- continuously going to performing arts, um, like like schools. Like when you're around other creatives at a really young age, I feel like that really like changes how you view your art. Um, and I like that a common theme that we were talking about was storytelling. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, we're all trying to just tell stories with the art that we produce, which is really cool. But um, that kind of leads us to our next question. Ariel, you started talking about this a little bit um, earlier when you were talking about dance and how that how you connect to your culture through it. But I want to ask all you guys, do you think your Black experience impacts the type of art that you create? How about the type of art that you consume? With dance and especially like street dance culture, everything comes from a lived experience. And so when I dance, I'm not someone who can separate like what I'm going through, my life, my journey from my movement and from my performance. I actually use it as fuel. So my Black experience is like integral to the kind of performer and artist that I am, as well as just like being surrounded by other Black artists and being aware of who the pioneers are, who my OGs are, who are my mentors, and who are the people that I'm going to, like, continue to uplift and pay homage to through my movement. That's, like, another thread of just, I guess, how Black culture and my experience as a Black woman influences the kind of art that I do. And in terms of, like, the art that I consume, I think that there's just something so so beautiful about the moving black body like no matter what capacity it's in and who's performing and what kind of art they are performing when I look at black dancers I definitely have a different reaction to looking at anyone else dancing not that I don't respect dance um from any community I love watching dance from all communities but looking at a moving black body is just another representation of joy of resilience of challenging systems, of challenging structures that we've internalized and allowing them to break free. Because there was a time like in our history where moving was was forbidden basically, like to lift up your foot, you could get killed for that or to try to communicate, you could get killed for that. So to be able to dance and communicate and share our stories through our bodies and to just freely express in the physical sense, is just another realm of like I said, art, but still spirituality to me that I'm able to tap into and I'm able to witness other artists tap into. So yeah, I don't know if I fully answered the question, but basically my life and who I am and my experience as a black woman cannot be separated, nor would I ever like try to sever it from my art form because it's really what creates the art for me and what fuels it for me to continue to grow as the artist that I am today. I also kind of, I just wanted to throw out like um, the fact that like, if you compare um, like black cultures or black dances throughout like the whole world, you know, it doesn't, doesn't matter what continent, like you would see overlap between um, like different dances. And it's like, it's crazy. Cause I will see, you know, I'm in a fraternity for me and I see all of us strolling and stuff. And then there's, there's a track called Romo uh, back in um, Ethiopia and well, more East Africa. And so they would do like a like a very fast like head thing, you feel me? Like kind of like the AKs do. And there's like little like overlaps you would see throughout like different cultures and stuff. And it's not like one bit it from another. It's just like it's just deep in in our blood for real. You feel me? And so I, I just I just want to throw that out there. Um, because I think that's really dope. 
I, I was grateful. I mean, I'm, I was lucky enough to grow up in a bunch of different communities. Like my dad had like a mechanic shop, a uh, mechanic shop down South. So like, I was like raised in a black community, but also went to school in a very, very, like a very white school, but was went to church in like a East African church. So it was like, I had like different perspectives, you know? And I was like, always kind of, I wish for was like being able to like, experience things that I see white kids experience without me being black having to be a thing you feel me like reading books when you're a kid and stuff and you see Harry Potter or like those princess stories and stuff but like none of them are just like black bodies and then when it happens to be a black body then being black has to be a part of the story it can't just be a princess and then like they happen to have the same skin as us it's just oh this is a black princess you know what I mean and so I know like a lot of the the pieces I work on right now it's just like stories where like the whole cast is black, but then being black has nothing to do with the plot or nothing to do with the actual story. And of course, like, um, like you can't take away like the characters experience itself. So like there will be like aspects of black culture in it, but like them being black doesn't change. Like they could be any race and the plot of the story still would like flow, you know? And so I know like I would always push for, um, more representation, but not in a way where it's black trauma based or like centered around um, black, black trauma. Cause I feel like, especially growing up, you only see black art when it's trauma based. You know what I mean? Now, uh, like a lot, I feel like it's changing now, especially um, given like the films that we see and, and, and um, the type of roles um, like black actors play, but it's still there, you know what I mean? No, that is so real, especially about the Black trauma. I'm so sick of it. I'm tired, actually. I think in art, we've gotten so desensitized of watching Black people in pain. And though pain is important in art, like, you know, like, art is expression of everything. So of course, pain is going to be expressed. But the fact that we are constantly consuming just images of Black people suffering, I feel like that's so harmful to us as like black individuals as we like this is the primary primary way we're viewing ourselves but also to like other people because if they view if they only view us through that lens it's very easy for real life instances of us facing violence for them to brush aside or not be as you know hurt by it because they're just used to that imagery um and I think like the only real way to combat that is through like art that expresses our joy or neutrality like I think that's just so important I was talking to my grandma about this too like it was such a huge culture shock for her because like like films and arts over there um over back in New York it's like everybody is like looks the same and stuff so to them it's just them expressing themselves but here it's like anytime like somebody with brown or black skin like were to express themselves it has like it seemed like it had to be it had to be a darker uh, like trauma based and so I know she she was just explaining how like like it's just sad to see that like black art was is so like intertwined with just trauma kind of side note a little quick history lesson that i learned on tiktok you know strolling and stepping at least when it like in the d9 community it comes from slavery because when uh, African slaves are brought to the U.S. and like other places, of course, they didn't want them to like express themselves um, creatively, kind of like what Ariel was mentioning, and they didn't want them to use drums, so they thought it was like demonic or whatever, so they started using their body, so when you're like hearing steps, especially like in the D9 community that you see today, is kind of traced down to slavery, because um, slaves had to do the same thing in order to make beats, clap their hands, beat on their bodies, so when you see people do that in the D9 community, it's just something that's been passed down because that's just what we had to do. We had to make stuff out of nothing. Yes, and they also had to use your boots. That's, you know, it all comes together. You know, go to a little yard show if y'all want to see it happen. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I, a lot of the things I was going to, a lot of ways I was going to answer this question ties back to like what you just said, Jasmine, and what Ariel said earlier. I feel like the way that I create art literally in every aspect, whether I do it intentionally or not, will pay homage to my ancestors because everything, every dance, damn near every dance genre, anything has been inspired by Black people and by Africa. And 
the things that we brought and sprinkled all over the different places that we were dropped. And so I just feel like, especially when it comes to hip hop as a genre, that is fundamentally black, like created in blackness. And so like everything that I do in hip hop automatically will pay homage to my ancestors because they're the people that created it. They're the people that started it. And they're the reason why it's kept here today, even though there may be other people in other cultures that may um, tap into it or find ways to express themselves similarly like it's still rooted in blackness at the end of the day um, and I think that expression and movement and things of that nature is directly correlated to slavery and even pre-slavery like when our ancestors were just chilling in Africa doing their own thing you know without imperialism and all the other crazy stuff going on being taken from their home country like their own um livelihood and like the way they moved about in their own space is necessitated on like expression like everything tied to african culture has to do with movement music dance like that is embedded into the culture. So it's hard to exist as a black person without having that be a part of me as well, because it's just fundamentally like who we are as people uh, because it's in our DNA. Um, and so like, whenever I dance, like, I think like, especially improv too, I feel like that really, you know, I feel like I'm always tapping into like my ancestral, my ancestral connection and things of that nature. Um, and in terms of like, how it impacts the way I consume art. Similar to Ariel, I, when it comes to Black people, like the way that I, the connection that I have or experience when I watch it is just so different compared to other people. And like she said before, not to like, it's not a diss or anything like that, but it's just like being able to see another person move and communicate something through their body. Um, and it's specific and unique. Oftentimes the quality of movement is so unique to black people. It's something that can always, sometimes can't be replicated or duplicated. And so like to be able to experience that is something I feel like is really unique. And I feel like um, it's something that I personally resonate with because that's just how I see a lot of the movement that they do like is connected and reflects like how I move. Like I said, there's just a certain quality of movement that Black people have to them that's not replicated or not duplicated with any other culture. Um, and I'm very intentional about the media that I consume because I do believe that Black artists deserve to have spotlight and be given space to be able to have their art put on a platform because in a lot of different aspects, whether it be through film, television, dance, music, um, our art is not always given that spotlight. And so I make sure um, that I, myself personally am intentional about the things that I do consume and engage with engage with because we deserve to see each other in those large spaces and have those positions and platforms some of the people that inspire me on a dance level like I've watched their journey go from like being some small level content creator on Instagram to now being on large stages performing with the biggest artists um, like Rihanna or Beyonce or all these different people and so like I feel like giving making sure that we're intentional about who we choose to engage with when it comes to media and like spotlight and like um, follow and stuff like that really helps bolster up Black people's um, platforms and things like that so they can continuously get those opportunities um, and so that's why I'm specifically intentional about the people that I choose to engage with when it comes to art. Oh I love that intentionality. Do you think that the people that you've seen, like the performers that you've seen in dance, historically speaking, recently, whatever, do you think that they're respected in their given disciplines? Like, are they given the, like, the acknowledgement and respect that's necessary? Or do, do you feel like other races of people kind of, like, overlook the contributions that they give? Ooh, this is a great question. I think it depends. I think it really depends on who the people are and who and what the environment is. Okay. So, and this is a little bit of tea, no shade. Okay. Just a little bit of tea. I was on a dance team freshman year. Um, I will not name names, but I was on a dance team freshman year. And a lot of the dance teams at UCLA are in connection to a um, Asian mother org. And so they're not always, you know, yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Um, and so oftentimes 
the ways in which they try to pay homage to like black culture and black people because it's a hip hop based dance team, it felt like fake or superficial. Um, even though this art form in general comes from black people and there's not even a lot of black representation when it came to these dance teams either. And so like in those type of spaces, uh, it can be hard sometimes because I think that because of the fact that hip hop and a lot of different aspects of black culture, especially when it comes to music, um, because it beca has became a part of mainstream culture, um, its roots have been diluted. And so a lot of people don't know who to even pay homage or recognition to because people just take bits and pieces of what they like, put their own spin on it and keep it pushing, right? Um, and I feel like as black people, I know that we try to be intentional and like we're really heavy on, let me pay homage to my roots and who brought this, who gave me this resource and gave me this form of expression to like give respect to our ancestors, but people are not always like that either. Um, and, you know, it can come from racism or it can come from just a lack of understanding ignorance or whatever. Um, and so I feel like in that kind of aspect, maybe not and like how much it has like transcended and like gone to other cultures across the seas. But I think that in terms of like, when it comes to people who have become popular and who become famous off of these different art forms, a lot of the people I see are black. Like the when it comes to famous choreographers who choreograph for like a big artist for their tours or just music videos and things like that. Like most of the time I see them, they're black. And so I feel like in that aspect, Black people are given their credit when it's due because they're given their flowers and they're given their respect. But like I said, it, it depends on who you're talking to and what area that it's in, um, because I feel like it's a mixed bag. You never know. But when it comes to like bigger name, higher name stuff, usually black people are given their credit, acknowledged, and you know their contributions are um, respected. So that's what I would say. I will say when it comes to like. Black people in film specifically, well, on the writing side, you're gonna have to engage with uh, white writers sometimes. And I know when you when you write a character or just write a story, and I know like the the way you spell things are like slightly different. You know what I mean? Um, just because the way the black person is saying it in the film isn't like, well, I feel like y'all like y'all get what I'm saying, but like, um, where like. A character would say um, say something, and because that yeah, uh, A AV, um, and like they would like you give the script to them to edit or like look through it, and then they'll change or like edit the what the characters are saying, and then it just it really just changes the whole character. You feel me? And um, but like luckily, uh, like which I'm also grateful for, like just the time that like like I am in right now. There's a lot of spaces where like you could really only need to like engage with like black um like writers or producers and stuff like my first internship was at um warner bros i interned at um a black lady sketch show wow, this dope. it was a great experience but like everybody working there was black you know what i mean and so like they didn't run into those issues you know um but i do know like my profile so like one somebody in my fraternity he's a post producer for warner bros and i know he runs into uh those issues because what he works on is it more black based. I know he would talk to me about how like when they write black bodies or like black characters, like they kind of use him as a as a pretty much a tool to like see if this is okay with your community type of thing. You feel me? And <clears throat> to me, like with that, like the issue I have with that specifically is why not just have somebody from like that community write those characters beside like writing yourself and be like, oh, is this woke enough type of thing? But like, once again, there like, there are like a lot, like a lot of like black artists, I feel like do such a good job giving back opportunities for like younger black artists who are trying to like get into the field. I feel like black artists just do such a good job giving back and trying to get other younger black artists to like get them in the same position. Mm, yeah, I feel that. On that note, I think it is time for us to transition over to our little break. We'll pick it up with this question in about a minute. But until then, come listen to these tunes. I'm some real life shit though, bro. I've been having some wild ass. Like, I ain't even on no recording shit right now, bro. What's it mean? Bro. What, bro? Yeah, I ain't gonna believe it. She sat me in the spread away my entourage and shit. 
Fucking shit, I'm tryna have my zen Now baby, I'm too fucking grown to teach you how to ride a dick Need a freaky college boost for frolicking Booty ballin', yeah I caught a new drop in white teeth Ayy, I fuck a new bitch in white teeth Okay, I cop the whip, then rap the with the shiny poly No bitch you does, she twenty dollars Absolutely right now, I'm up on the night out She wet, clean up out too From Tibet, I'm willing to bet the niggas a vet I'm the click commander, she wet like a salamander Green diamonds in my charm, that's a frozen salad Neck on vegan freezing, check my color palette White like a bunny rabbit You know I keep some care when she the bitch Like a sandwich, took her ass to say She's no one spread away my entourage shit Face all on my stomach, got her fancy on my feet Makeup on my acne, it's like I'm trying to hide the zip Okay, so when it comes to, I guess, my discipline, I would say that it's kind of similar to what everyone's saying, that it's not really like a straightforward answer. Um, sometimes I feel like the street dance community can be really small like it feels like we're all in our own little world but then it's actually like a global widespread community and there's a lot of people I haven't met and I'm not sure how they engage with the black pioneers of this form but I would say that if it feels like they're respected when we're in our shared space but outside of that space I don't actually think that the pioneers and the creators of street dance culture are acknowledged in the way that they should be. And I think, I don't think that's even like on purpose. I feel like just in the world that we live in with social media and just the increase of like media produced art and performance and the way that we're able to share information, a lot of people don't really practice researching roots. Like they don't practice looking for origin. They don't practice seeing who are the original creators of anything. We kind of just gravitate to things and then we want to reproduce and we want to copy and we want to share those videos or those movements again and again. And I, you see that happen with TikTok, even with small creators that get shadow banned or they don't get acknowledged for this little like 30 second phrase that they made. But now you see white creators making millions off of that 30 second phrase. And so when it comes to like the bigger people in the community that I like, praise so highly I feel like sometimes when I watch white choreographers or non-POCs basically get to uh, no 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 non-black artists get to profit off of black culture and go to their studios and teach hip-hop or go to these conventions because there is a separation between like authentic street dance and the industry I'm not an industry dancer I'm not a part of that world when it comes to competition and music videos and things of that nature. That's not really my field and my forte. And there's a lot of appropriation that happens in that transition of, you know, the world, but I'm not going to get into that. But I feel like when that does happen, a lot of, there's a lot of take, but not a lot of acknowledgement and a lot of respect for the people who actually put in the work to make what is now being shared and reproduced by artists. Like people bring up Beyonce, even that's a conversation a lot of people have had that Beyonce kind of has her choreographers that put a lot of different movement onto her body and she gets to make a lot of money off of the African dances that she does or the different hip hop movements that she does. But it's, I'm not really seeing like how people draw that back to who created that, who actually consistently trains in that and teaches that and had to grow up with that in a sense that like that was their lived experience versus something she can just use in the moment. And I'm not sure if any of this makes sense, but I do think that they're not as acknowledged and respected as they should be. But I will say when it comes to like black artists in general at this time, there is an increase compared to how it used to be. I think that it just takes black artists a longer time to be acknowledged. Like the whole conversation of giving someone their flowers while they can still smell them is becoming very present because there's a lot of artists that are here, but they're not, they're barely getting the recognition that they should have got decades ago. And then you see like white artists who are in their same discipline getting acknowledged off of like their first movie or their first film or their first any big project that they do that creates some sort of success. 
they get the acknowledgement and the honor that they deserve while black artists it takes them i don't know how many projects to finally reach that same status in terms of like awards or things of that nature but yeah just a quick thing i would say i agree with everything ariel said especially when it comes to like that like the industry stuff i feel like when it comes to like commercialization of dance like through um conventions and like classes and things of that nature I feel like like she said there's less of a recognition of the roots and foundation of where black people have like where black people have been the reason why these art forms even exist to this day like because no one's going to a dance convention and having someone give a 30 minute speech about the history of hip hop and where it came from and all the roots and things like that. Like, like she said before, when it comes to like um, media and things like that and the popularization of a lot of different art forms, when it becomes something that's become a part of mainstream, um, it gets diluted and we we kind of remove ourselves from the foundations and roots of where things come from. And so it's really hard, like I said before, and how she said, like, it just, I know it's not intentional and it's not purposeful, but there is a lot of ignorance within the community. Um, and so I think that that's, it's really hard to like, have that be a fundamental aspect of like, um, being involved in creative avenues and things of that nature. And I do think that we can be better about paying homage and respect to the people that came before us and really set the foundation for the art forms that we continue to engage in to this day. Given that we've talked about a whole bunch of things of Black expression and recognition, um, what do you guys think, what, sorry, why do you th guys think that Black expression or expression through the arts is so important for Black people in particular and marginalized groups, and how can it lead to our liberation? You don't have to get, you know, all Malcolm X or Martin Luther King-like, but, uh, you know, it can be something small. <laughs> um, I think it's important for Black people in marginalized groups because, like I said before, um, the ways in which like we move and use art to express ourselves literally have ancestral roots. Like music and dance is embedded into all of our cultures in different aspects um, from like drums or like um, traditional African dance moves and just being able to move your body in general, using your body as percussion, as sound and things of that nature. Like, that in itself is our culture and identity. And so by tapping into it, I feel like, like Ariel said, I think she said this earlier, like it's just a way to like commune with your ancestors and like be able to still like be in touch with your roots and who you are as a person because it's, it's in your DNA, it's in your blood. Like, even though you may not have like, for me as a black American, you may not have like direct ties to your, ancestral roots or like home country like at the end of the day like me being able to dance and have dance be one of my primary modes of artistic expression really helps me connect back to those ancestors that are the reason why I'm here today and I think that it can lead to our liberation um because of um literally how we worked like Ariel said before, I know I'm saying a lot of what Ariel said before, but like she had made amazing points. Like we were penalized, criminalized, and even beat down and broken to remove that artistic ability and expression. Um, like that being removed from our ability to do so, to like keep us confined, keep us broken down, keep us in a mentality that will that allowed us to be easily controlled. And so I think that being able to like take back that power and continuously be involved in like expressing yourself through modes, different modes, whether it be through dance, singing, film, television, fine art, like whatever, um, it literally is freedom because that's not a privilege that our ancestors were given to were given before. Like they were not allowed to do so. And so by us being able to do so, I feel like it really uh, kind of, it kind of like, I feel like it, it represents like our ancestors' greatest dream to be able to like 
have that be something that's so like natural and like not be something that's so restrictive or feel like I have to hide to be able to express myself or I can't do it in public and I have to do it behind closed doors or I have to do it as like refuge and safety or as a means of like trying to create hope and prosperity within myself like it's something that we're able to share and express with one another and I feel like that in itself represents our liberation and it's kind of like representative of like where we are as a people now compared to where our ancestors used to be um, in terms of like enslaved people specifically because they weren't allowed to do so um, and so by using art and using it as a way to like freely express ourselves, I feel like that is the epitome of liberation because we can communicate so many different things through our body. And also, like I said before, give, um, be our ancestors' greatest dream to be able to express ourselves the way that they couldn't sometimes. So, yeah. Um, I would say that artistic expression is important for black people because I feel that Black people still to this day need to know that they're here and that they're present and that they matter. And I think that being able to engage in different forms of art and expressing ourselves through art allows us to feel like we're alive and that we can share what we need to share and be who we wanna be authentically without restriction, without fear and without judgment through the like through our creation it's like it gives like being able to express through art is almost like that's where we find our agency that's where we find our liberation because we're making a choice for ourselves we're making a choice that feels good to us we're making a choice that benefits us and somehow we're making a choice that helps contribute back into our community into our people and it's just like we're allowing ourselves to fill our cup through these artistic avenues and it's almost I guess it, at the end of the day I find it healing like I think black expression through the arts is important because that's how many of us are able to heal whether you're the person creating the art or you're the person consuming the art through black expression and through black art we're able to find healing and we're able to find a grounded space where we feel comfortable even if it's just for that moment to be because black people are rarely in a position where they feel that they can just be. And I think that that's what art allows us to do. But art also allows us to feel things passionately. It allows us to still feel the anger, to still feel upset, to still feel sorrow. It's not always gonna be like a kumbaya thing. It's actually not like supposed to be. But I think that that's like the reason that it's important is because it helps us to feel like we're here in existence and we don't have to disassociate from the world or find this like disidentification of spaces, we can actually create those spaces for ourselves. We can create worlds for ourselves. We can create realities for ourselves through the art that we are either in love with, choose to engage with or yada, yada, yada. So, oop, that's the car of you here. But I think that that's why it's important. And I think, like I said before, that's how we can find liberation through it because art gives us freedom, art gives us agency and art gives us just a space to express when that's kind of been stripped from us in different ways. And I think it's also how we continue to tell stories that will set other people free in different ways, or we pull from what was like left behind for us, and then how we're going to create the evolution for what's going to come after us. Like it's all in the art because anything can be art. It's not just of the disciplines we voice today. Like art is everywhere. So if you really think about like expression through the arts, it's just like black people being black people. But that might be a little too broad. And I'm also going in the parking garage. So you might not be able to hear me, but that's the response. I was I was just gonna say like um it is important for black people to express themselves through art just because like it's our truth, you feel me? Um, I feel like it's not even <clears throat> expressing ourselves through art. It's more of just us expressing ourselves and it just happens to be perceived as art, you know? Um, so like, yeah, it's just, it's our truth. And I feel like uh, people should always share their truth to the world. Well, what about thanks day, y'all? I feel like this is one of our more, not our more interesting episodes, but like, we haven't had an episode like this. So hearing all these different perspectives of different creatives is 
very interesting learning about how everything goes back to the source everything goes back to the motherland and like just how black people naturally express themselves and how that just is perceived as art in all the different aspects in the diaspora which is really beautiful um yeah before we head off i do have one last question um can you guys tell us one way that we as normies as listeners can potentially support black artists on campus or just in general i feel like i mean like it's like then you know like basically share people she said well i was saying like 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 you know like share and and pull up and just be present really um i feel like uh everybody wants to to support but like the biggest like support one could really have is one's presence um and also i guess like put in the same type of energy or even honestly more um towards like black artists um like same energy or more um into black artists the way like people would do for like white artists or white films and um so yeah that's that's one way uh okay to add on to that because that's kind of what i was gonna say (laughs) to add on to that i would say i actually saw Issa Rae talking about this but i think that a way to support is to support the people that are right next to you like don't just engage with the artists that may already have the following that already have the status and the popularity because although it's important to continue to uplift and support those black artists also support the black artists that might live in your dorm or the artists that sits in your classroom or that you see in the dining hall at school like if you know that you're surrounded like say the people on this podcast or if you have friends that tell you hey I like to draw hey I like to dance hey I write poetry hey I make films can you come do this or that or can you watch my my short film I just made this for the first time like don't dismiss the people that are just coming up or those of us that might be young in our creation and young in our career young in whatever we do or plan to do with this form like I feel like this is the time to support and the time to engage and connect and show that you care about what we have to say and what they have to say, even if you know you just might not. If you could even pretend to care just so that they can have that encouragement to keep going and then they'll reach the people that they need to reach. Like, I think that this is this is the time to do it because I think we get a little too caught up in like only supporting when we're big already or when those people made it. But this, like, I think that more of black artists need support on the journey, like in where they are at this moment. So if you have anybody in your life that you can think of while listening to this, that you know is a creator of some sort, like try to tap into what they're doing a little bit more and show up for them a little bit more so that you can like hop on the, the train now and know and be there for them now and don't just wait till they've already they've already quote unquote made it because this is when it matters most in my opinion. I will have to second everything that they already said. To be honest with you, I'm very I know I keep using the word intentional, but I'm but I, when I say it, I mean it like I'm very intentional about the ways in which um, I share or like commune with the people around me. Like if I have a friend, like everyone knows if there's an opportunity, I will plug my friend in that opportunity and my friends will also plug me in an opportunity like, you know, like. For instance, for like our upcoming event, we have an event for ASP called Appreciate It this Saturday. Pull up, pull up. This is a low-key a plug, but like also it, it combines with my answer. So pull up this Saturday for Appreciate It. Um, it's an event. It's Afrofuturistic theme. And I, my friend, Cyan, who's also my roommate, she sings. And I said, and they're looking for artists and performers. I said, put Cyan on the lineup. Put her on the lineup because she's an amazing artist and deserves to have a space and a platform to share her art with other people um, and is not always given that space around campus because of the fact that she may not have a big following or may not that many people have known her or she doesn't perform like that. But I'm like, I've seen my friend perform. I know the potential that she has. I'm going to invest in her craft by putting her on to a performance and giving her exposure so that way people around her can see her. And my friends have done the same thing for me and plugged me in different opportunities. Like I have an opportunity coming up that I'm so grateful for that my friends put me in because they see my potential and recognize how much 
I put and poured myself into my craft and said, you know what, you deserve to have this space. And like, I feel like that is so essential. What opportunity? <laughs> okay, sneak preview. I am going to be the choreographer for, or I am currently the choreographer for Afro Next Connection, a club on campus to bridge the gap between um, the Black community and the Latinx community and the people that identify in between. I am choreographing for their culture show. And my friends say, you deserve to be in a space to have that and also like put your art on in front of other people. And so it's just like having those people around you that say, that see an opportunity and be like, you deserve that. Or you will be perfect for this role. Or I know somebody who knows somebody is really is what is the best way to support your artist friends around you because they need that. They need people who will be just as invested, even if you don't personally identify as a creative, as an artist, um, to be able to like pair them or match them with other people that you see around you or give them opportunities to highlight their own craft or put their art on a center stage for other people to witness. Like, I feel like that's the best way to support artists around you, just by giving them a space and seeing something for them and seeing the potential in them to like put them on and give them that opportunity to share that with other people. Thank you so much, Heaven. Last fact, thank you so much, everyone here, for giving us your time, joining us for this conversation, and I'll see y'all next time in the Empowerment Zone.
done already, cuz.